Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump the Night. My name is Riley Clark, and alongside me as always is... Trevor Jensen. And, and also, alongside us is... Alex Crouch. The man, the myth, the legend. Ghost catcher. Extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not talking about ghosts today. Well, we might talk about ghosts. We have Riley Trallick. Trallix. Trump talk. Yeah, we're going to do a Riley and Trump talk today. And we have a very good topic that we have never discussed, but we've mentioned it. A time or two. El Chernobyl. Actually, it's not El Chernobyl because that's <laughs> completely wrong country. It's the Chernobyl disaster and the ghost following this horrific event. Yeah, because there's bound to be ghosts. Supernatural. At least I think so. I mean, I definitely think it could hold supernatural energy for sure. No doubt. No fucking doubt. Basically untouched land. Did you know that it's not actually Russia? It's in Siberia. Really? Didn't know that. Did not know that. That's a pretty interesting fact. Now, let's dive into when did it happen? It happened on April 26th, 1986, and it was during a routine, you know, just test, whatever you want to call it. And there was a fucking power surge, so they tried to shut down the reactors. Excuse me. Oh my god. Twelve episodes in a row. I don't know what's going on with my esophagus, but (laughs) they they were trying to shut down the reactors. And the way nuclear fission works is it pretty much like once it gets started, it doesn't stop creating energy, and then it heats up immensely, and that's where you get all the power from it, basically. So when they shut down the reactors, they didn't put enough core rods, I think is what they're called, into the reactors themselves, and it just melted down. And a subsequent explosion happened, lifting a four million pound chunk of metal and blowing it off of the like the top of the reactors through the roof. And then it would spew radioactive material all over the fucking place, like over all of Europe. (laughs) That's insane. Yeah. And you want to tell me that there isn't some. Well, and like if you want to go even more in depth. Oh my god, I'm dying. There is there was like a flash explosion when it happened and people were basically vaporized. Like there was charred fucking people. Kind of like if an atom bomb was to explode on you. Yeah, or if you even look like into like ships and shit, how they have high pressure, very hot steam, it will literally cook somebody in like 0.5 seconds and turn them into like a charcoal piece. That's pretty insane, honestly. Okay. So what do you think, Alex? Do you think it's haunted? I mean, with just the amount of people that were lost there and fewer than a hundred deaths, actually. But still, I mean, how More, well in how the... it happened? I I'd say yeah. I mean, there's very good possibilities it's haunted. I've always wanted to go there they, myself. They think that there could be more, but. There's a lot more linked to it than what you would think because they don't tell you exactly like the right number. But ninety thousand people, ninety thousand people would go onto Chernobyl's site after the subsequent explosion to clean it up, and I'm pretty sure that most, or at least like eighty five percent of those people, have the adverse effects from it. 
So it touched a lot of people's lives. Well, the wildlife there, to this day, scientists are studying them because they're they're evolving from the radiation and they're they're mutating and they're still living and they're trying to yeah, figure out. Yeah, you know, they're flourishing the actually. Yeah. They're actually doing better than they were before. Yeah, which is crazy. They're it's growing. Like, so how? the wells, catfish, and the the lakes in Chernobyl uh, are actually growing at like a higher rate or something like that, or like they have a new gene that the species has never had before. I'd have to rewatch that river monsters. It's been a long time since I have, but like there's something going on with the catfish apparently. So in 206 days, 90,000 people would work on the cleanup and containment. And these people were called liquidators and they were basically the Russian military, but, and they were either told they can serve two years in the Afghan war or two minutes cleaning up radioactive material on the roof of the power plant. Yep. Not knowing what could happen to them. They didn't well, tell them shit. Some people felt, I remember reading and watching, you know, different biopics about it. There was one really good one that was on HBO Prime, I believe. But, uh, like, that roof was just a, such a danger zone. I think a few people fell through, and it's just Oh, yeah. Scary. I mean, think about it. It was an explosion that had enough force to, to lift 4 million pounds of metal so much straight radiation. through the roof. And when you look down, like, that's where the, the top of the reactor that blew up was. Yeah, you probably and see the glowing core and everything still. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you imagine they're in these suits and whatnot, getting as close as they can to it. The reason they say two minutes, I mean, that's still deadly amounts of time. You, because then you mm-hmm. saw the pictures or the the videos of them and pictures of them in the hospitals afterwards. Their skin pretty much melting. Melt, yeah, off they're the literally turning fall, to yeah. goop. Yeah. Their insides are melting to nothing. Yeah, I mean, just think about the people that were around the explosion, like working at the nuclear plant. Like how, if they yeah. did live through it, how quick they probably died. Matter following of, matter of weeks with radiation poisoning that much. I mean, yeah, it, like, like it it's honestly probably down. one of the worst ways to go because oh, you have no idea. You're just like melting, break down because of the radiation. Like your cells can no longer function. The and depending way. on how high the radiation is, you melt from the inside death. out. Mm-hmm. So now that we're talking about radiation and shit, there was a portion of the reactor core that melted down into the basement and they called it the elephant's foot because it was the at the time the most radioactive substance ever created which is like corium which that is the most radioactive substance ever created but it was such a condensed pile of radioactive mass yeah if not the largest still it is and they were saying that if you were to go down there your fate was sealed in 200 seconds in 30 seconds you would feel fatigue and nausea immediately and that's just being within five feet of it. And then like you didn't the have guy, to touch it. Then there's the guy who took the picture. And he gave his life up for one picture. Well, look at the guys that drained the nuclear, the, the pool that was filling up. There, I forget the two people's names, but they pretty much volunteered. They jumped in, swam to essentially the bottom of this pool, un, unplugged the drain so it could drain out so it wouldn't you know cause more damage. They died. I mean, just imagine how quick that they probably barely even made it to the bottom of that pool yeah. to empty the drain. So imagine this. The elephant's foot is two tons of black lava that is radioactive that oozed into the basement and piled up where it is. Two tons of radioactive shit. That's insane. Shit. That's fucked. <laughs> that is a lot of radioactive shit. The amount of energy being produced off of that thing. Oh, is I'm sorry. Crazy. It wasn't five feet. Within three feet, still, you not that fucking close. You would die in two three seconds. Three feet, five feet. It's like what? But even a being step? in this, being in the same room too. Like if you were down there for ten minutes, five minutes, you're you're you failed. You failed. You're yourself. fucked. You're dead. Yeah, you're, you're dead. dead. You're gonna die in a month. If not sooner. If not sooner. 
I would, you know, hope that. Probably a matter of days to It weeks. would be at least give you a month, but a month might be kind of agonizing, honestly. I mean, just if I, think I, if if I got curious, radiation poisoning, I think I'd want to be dead in seconds. I'd rather just radiation. go in seconds. I'd rather just go into a dust. Well, think about it like this. When we dropped the nuclear bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. It incinerated most people. And then it did. The shadows and then the other people. They But like, the radiation that it gave off in like the, the surrounding areas was not even close to the amount of radiation that Chernobyl that produced. The elephants well, not even the elephant's foot, just Chernobyl but, itself. It was yeah. 400 times larger of a spread than the bombs were. 400 times more that's radiation everywhere. Fun. That's a lot of land, bro. And from what I remember, it took them a while to evacuate, too. It was actually pretty pretty fast. But it was like a day or two in Pripyat where the, the Chernobyl reactor is. It, they had everybody rounded up and gone within a day or two. But that's still like I want to say like 36,000 people or something like that. Yeah, it was a pretty popping town. So imagine this too. A city the size of Grand Haven basically exploding. I think a little bigger even. But like, think about it like this. If you stood in the elephant foot's, you know, corridor in the basement, you would get the equivalent of 4,500,000 chest x-rays all at once. At once. That's just, just radiation. Can you imagine what evacuating all those people was like? All the people that were just probably just vomiting and being Scared. sick in the streets because they were so sick from radiation. And well, no- they say that like between nine thousand and sixteen thousand people had died from complications from it, and that's people from Pripyat, people from inside the reactor, like just in a general like they we're don't talking, even know how many. We're talking Soviet, so how many people are they really gonna? Exactly. Exactly. In 2001, not even that long ago, you could still go down there and see the elephant's foot, but you would still get a lethal dose if you were exposed to it for 10 minutes. Just 10 minutes. And that presented in the vicinity of it, not even that long ago. 20 years ago. And like, it happened, what did I say? 1986? Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, it is. So, let's see. Oh, I lied. It's not Siberia. It's Ukraine. Yeah, it isn't. <laughs> I was wondering why you said Siberia. Because Siberia and Ukraine are all in the same They're fucking in the thing. same vicinity, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like all... Back then, it was all Soviet control. Yeah. But it's a ghost city now. Like, Pripyat is a ghost city. And there's said to be... You know, remnants of people that still wander around the streets. You see black shadows and all the hospitals and the like just the town's infrastructure that's still there. And it's all overgrown and people just up and left shit. Like you can walk into their schools and still find school books and dolls and yeah, everything. That's just sitting what's there. so crazy. Like everything's exactly how it was left. Forty nine thousand people live okay. in the town of So Pripyat. we're talking a pretty big city. And it was a day after the meltdown they had everybody evacuated. So they moved quick, but a day after. Not so everybody enough. got radiation from it. Yeah, I mean, there's no protecting yourself from it. You can't even, you can't see it. You can't feel it. Well, so. I mean, you'll feel it eventually. <laughs> but you so, know what I mean? Like, you don't know if you're, if you're getting small amounts of radiation, you have no idea. You guys know Mothman. Did you know that the people in Pripyat in 1986 before the explosions we're seeing a giant black like bird creature 
Yeah, we've mentioned that before. So they said it was a creature with a head, like a headless man with a 20-foot wingspan. Mothman. Red eyes, basically. And then uh, it was reported by the workers prior to this that they would see this creature. And then next thing you know, a, a very human natural disaster occurs. People a lot of loss of lives. And then you attribute it back to the Mothman stuff where the... What was it? The Golden Bridge? Golden State Bridge? No, not the Golden, not the Golden State, State Bridge. Bridge. Was what some... was it? What bridge was it? Diamond Bridge. It was like something Diamond Bridge. I don't remember the exact name of it. I'd have to refresh my... But a lot Mothman of people got Lord killed knowledge. during that bridge falling, too. So it was like... Hmm. That's kind of eerie. Yeah. If there's like a, a, a lot premonition of, like, creature. A lot of theories with Mothman involve him being around big catastrophic events. Yeah, I mean... Even 9-11, people think they've seen them days before, so... Yeah, which is crazy. And if you, like, attribute that back to, like... And they're all human... They're all human mistakes. What if we're seeing the same creature over in Pripyat that we are here? We could be. Okay. I think we talked... We talked about we, Mothman, so you have to yeah, listen to we, that Yeah, we definitely but. touched on it. So there was a nuclear physicist from the University of Buffalo. His name was Andrei Karshikov. Karsh- it's very hard to say Russian names. But he stood by the sarcophagus, which the sarcophagus is the tomb that literally goes over the reactor to help keep everything out, like the water and stuff, and then to keep all the radiation in and whatnot. And he said while he was standing by the sarcophagus, he could clearly hear someone yelling for help inside. So he ran upstairs to tell somebody, but when he entered the control room, he was the only one there. And the weirdest part was the door had been shut for three years. The only way to get in through that door was with a like hand code and like a security clearance that I don't think he had. And then he said while he was in there, it was supposed to trigger an alarm if you had gone in there, right? No alarm was triggered prior to that before him going in. So whatever was inside of that door or whatever was inside of the reactor sarcophagus that he was hearing didn't trip any alarms. So that's fucking weird. That is really weird. And then he said later that evening, he was sitting out by the control room again or like another room. And there was a light in the room, like a floodlight that just turned on. Nobody's supposed to be in there. Nobody was in there. And they were like, well, it could just be a power surge, you know, nothing. But then the light just turned off. And it's like, what? Why? What was really going on in this place? I don't know. That's the funny thing. And then Destination Truth. They took a trip down there. And they experienced shadow people, like... Didn't they catch a full body figure on thermal camera? On the thermal camera. I was just going to say that. Yeah, they caught a full thermal camera. He does like two or three episodes there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and this was inside the reactor he was shooting. Like, you couldn't go in it because obviously they're not going to just let anybody in there. Like, you can go in the reactor nowadays to go, like, see. But not go to the core. I think you can spend like 100 days in Chernobyl before they want you to leave. Well, they call them stalkers, too. Like, how the video games, like put around it but people will go and they'll spend the nights or like go you know trespass on the grounds that you're not supposed to just to get like the experience of living in a natural disaster place like that 
and they'll eat the fruit that's on the vines and stuff like just fucking crazy people but i don't think i would be doing that i mean i would go stay the night there but i wouldn't go eat the food and the plants and i would shit. go look for ghosts there i would i want to very i want bad. to i think that would be freaking awesome just imagine this like i like i'm just gonna like, relate it back to destination truth they were literally in the hospital and they were seeing black shadow people and then desks were moving and shit like in the schoolhouses and whatnot and it's like that type of radioactivity on top of the amount of death it caused and on top of the amount of like human emotion that's probably just pushed into you the think walls about it, there. that explosion probably stopped time for everyone that was alive I'd right then and there and then a lot of them died I don't think people returned for at least 20 some years like like the first time that the people that lived in that town went back was like 20 some years later and it's like can you imagine how much different 20 years will make on a somewhere the that's Earth just abandoned take over real quick mm-hmm. well and the fucked up part is too is the people that were working on the reactor were still swimming in the pools and shit that they had in like the rec center and stuff so people were just like I'm on vacation, just doing my time, cleaning off the reactor roof, not knowing what's really going to happen to them. And, you know, your government's not really going to tell you everything. No, I mean... Ha-ha! <laughs> emails, but... Very busy, busy man. You just... You just gotta, like, feel for all of the people that, like, had family members that worked at the reactor and that basically ran that town, if you think about it like all of that that's power. what that town was for right was to be like a subsidiary a subsidiary of the power plant for them to work on it like it's like not anywhere near another town for real it's kind of out in the boonies because of what it is right and they're kind of forced to live there because everyone worked at the nuclear plant mm-hmm. so it's like if there was gonna be a disaster like it was gonna suck for everyone involved yeah i mean look at how many people had to just pack up and leave yeah like a, an unreal and number of I mean, if there were 16,000 deaths, we're talking and 49,000 people. That's almost like half the people I would say dead. it's almost more. It's more than a quarter, but less than yeah. half. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Oh, God. Just, just thinking about it, like, racks my brain. Because it was the worst nuclear disaster in our history. And we were not al- I wasn't alive yet. But it was, it was very close to being when we were being born and stuff. Like, that's how wild it is, where it's like, it really, in all the whole scheme of things, it really wasn't that long ago. No, it really wasn't. And I was no. hearing that if water was reintroduced into the nuclear cores that are down there right now, or into any of the nuclear, like, remnants that it has, it'll re-explode. Like, exactly how it did the first time. Because that's what happens when you do, like, water reactors, is, like, water's introduced into the core rods, or the cores, and then with the like steam that it produces is where you get your energy and shit and then the molecules break down and break down and break down and just keep making more and more energy and then you know you take the water away all it does is get really really hot and continues getting hot until it fizzles out or you cool it down with some other force but then you reintroduce water into it and it's like putting water on a grease fire it's fucked (laughs) it's crazy i don't really know much about nuclear science other than I I read a it's little bit. <laughs> yeah, I read a little bit, but it's really really crazy. Like if if any of these listeners ever want to go and like do a little bit of research, go look up how nuclear fission works. It'll blow your mind. <laughs> Blue mind quite a bit. But I just I believe 100% fully heartedly that when you add nuclear like radiation 
into human emotion and human death like that on a catastrophic scale like Chernobyl was, you're going to have supernatural encounters there. You're going to have people that are still residing there because their energy is stuck. Right, exactly. Like, we're, like, a lot of them probably grew up there, probably lived there, like, most, most of their, of their lives. lives. Yeah, I would think so. They're just, all of their family's hard work and money was spent to keep that town alive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, imagine, like, Alex is, like, a third generation Pripyat, like, you know, like, like his we're grandfather talking, worked we're on talking the Soviet, Soviet Russian controlled country in 1986 they everyone no one was rich in this town i'm sure the people who like were high up higher ups at the nuclear plant were rolling in the dough well but the like, fucked up part is they just were going to open an amusement park like in the next few days and now if you if you go there you'll see the remnants of i like, want to go to cars. that that would be crazy cool well, there's abandoned even more... amusement parks are just like so intriguing to me so have you ever heard of the woodpecker it's a giant installation by Pripyat that is supposed to be the world's biggest like radio tower that was supposed to be able to like in like catch incoming radio signals or like if bombs were coming or like nuclear you know warheads were coming it was supposed to like see it and stuff and there's conspiracy theories that say that it was because this failure of the woodpecker that it didn't work that they were like we got to fuck it all up and blow up Chernobyl. But I don't know how much I believe that because I would believe that it was just a, a complete freak accident of a power surge. I think it was it just up. a complete freak but accident. you know I, for a fact that old Soviet now, Russia... Now, if someone had evil intentions behind this too... Could be. That could darken like the whole vibe of Chernobyl. Like, Well, it's man, it is like man-made error because they didn't have the right safety precautions in place to not have it melt down if that were to happen. So it's, it is all man fuck up. It's all man fuck up. So even if somebody did like, hey, let's just pull the plug on it. That's still fuck up. Like, you're still fucking up, bro. Yeah, and you're creating history at the same time. <laughs> 35 years ago, the worst nuclear disaster ever. Period. Killed many people. And you want to say that isn't a big fuck up? <laughs> Definitely saying that it is. No, I know. I'm not saying you. But it's <laughs> just like if anybody tried to argue with me, I'd be like, no, sir, you're wrong. So, you think it's more likely that you see ghosts at these type of radioactive places than you do in other places? Or do you think it's like hand in hand where it's like energy is energy? I don't I believe know. energy is energy in most cases. You don't think it gets like supercharged because of the radioactivity? Maybe because something drastic or dramatic happened to a large group of people there, but I don't know. I think with the... There has to be... The EMF reading there has to be insane. Yeah, I would think so. Or uh, what? Is, what is the theory called where things get, like, burned into the, the walls and stuff? It's just called being incinerated, dog. No, not, not like that. Like, there's, like, a supernatural or, like, a paranormal term where it's, like... When energy and people, like, when something bad happens in a place, there's, like, a theory that it gets literally boiled into the walls. So, like, if you were, like, in a house that somebody got murdered in, you could hear the, you know, like, the sounds from the murder and stuff like that because it's, like, painted into the walls. <laughs> I, I mean, I believe it could work like that. Like, the energy from whoever was just, like, 
sitting in their living room thinking, wow, I can't believe the power plant blew up. And then going, oh, I really don't feel good. My cells are And then they look down apart. and their arm is just like melting. Like, how isn't that going to leave a traumatic experience in one spot? Like, then then they have this alarm go off. We need to leave the city. Yeah. And you're just like, well, I'm going to. What is this? What's going? Because they didn't know what was going to happen if no, radioactivity hit There was hit them. no real evidence. No one about knew what exactly happens. what was going to go on. Like, and you see people, and then you go outside, your arms melting, and you're throwing up. Other people are walking down the street throwing up. Passing out and shit. Kids are just dying in the streets. Old people are dying in the streets. Healthy people are dying in the streets. So, do you believe that people mute? Like, I know this is stupid, but you've ever seen Chernobyl Diaries, right? The movie, yeah, where people like they mutate and, in and, and, and yeah, and they like, mutate in the hospitals. And I don't think I have. Out. It's so cool it's movie. It's a cool true. movie, but yeah. So like, do you think that would be a possibility of people like not dying from the radiation, which I know is like super far out there, but like, there's like people that still live there that are mutated enough by the radiation that they're basically like zombie people now. No. I don't. No. I don't. I don't think. I so. want to believe it. <laughs> I mean, we can believe that people have green arms if we want. I mean, they have third arms out of their foreheads. <laughs> and they have thumbs on those arms. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Think about how it could change your genes. Well, speaking of gene changing and shit, have you seen some of the pictures of the mutated animals? There's, like, deer that have, like, black tumors all yeah, over their faces and up. shit. Yeah, they yeah, look and that's super from messed their, up. That's from their DNA. Not their I think, DNA, like I think it's more... Some changing. The mutations that you'll see is more in the d- diseases that are around. Yeah, where it's like malignant shit. Yeah, like, I think if people were to stay there and live there for a long time and bring in diseases that they don't, we don't know what happens to I them. I want to say that they had, like, a mutated, like, <laughs> rat or something that had, like, three bodies or some shit like that, too. I could be wrong, though, because I saw a picture of it. I thought like, I, I heard something real. about wolves that were like bigger than normal oh like they're like dire wolves now where they're like three times the size of normal wolves yeah pigs that are super sized could you imagine the bacon you'd get off of it I wouldn't eat it (laughs) it'd probably be glowing green this bacon glows dude this bacon's (laughs) glowing dark don't even gotta cook it it's already steaming (laughs) oh fuck so do you think you would see why you got that pig on us it's already hot it's already hot you think you'd see more ghosts or specters in the reactor, or do you think you'd see them in the town? I think you're more likely to see them in the town. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're not. You don't have as much access to the reactor, but I feel like the reactor. Because I, I wouldn't be crazy. go anywhere near the reactor, so I ain't seeing anything there. I would really, really like to check out the reactor, though. I'd be good on that. I just. <laughs> I don't want to die, but I mean, <laughs> maybe because like they didn't like it wasn't <clears throat> like the uh, like the bombings on Japan. It was. You know, if you were right up by it when it exploded, then yeah, you're gonna have yeah, you're gonna like die. you're gonna have instantaneous effects. But like other people, like throughout the city, like if they got the radiation poisoning, it happened over a course of a few days before they got to the point where like their skin was falling off. Like, but still, I mean, can you imagine what that'd be like, where your skin's just like gooping, peeling off? They're trying to figure out what to do. For it's it, like a sunburn, and like, you're just ripping out muscle and everything it's too. Like, it's breaking down the cells in your body, and you're just like, okay, well. Essentially, you are that. a zombie at that point. I, I would let let's make this statement. At least I'll make it. <laughs> if you have insane amounts of radiation poisoning, you you're technically a zombie because you're going to die. So you're walking around alive, dead, alive, but you're going to die. But you're dead. Is that not a zombie? <laughs> Basically. And I think people like 
the people that were like, so the zombie aco- apocalypse confirmed in Chernobyl. Chernobyl. <laughs> so what you were talking about earlier, yeah. the guys that were cleaning up the roof, of the where liber- the or liquidators. Yeah, the liquidators. They were also the ones that were in the hospital and. They had to be visited. They were almost like in a bubble because yeah. they had so much radiation poisoning to the point where their loved ones coming to see them, like we're getting they, traces of radiation. No, too. they would get like they they could die just being by them, so they couldn't like really touch. It was like mini like, elephant foots. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy, and I mean. To only be able to work in a certain spot for a minute or two before you're like, all right, this is the most my body can take before I'm... To think that you can be so radioactive that you can harm other people. Yeah. That's kind of like a superpower that you don't want. What's the dude from The Watchmen? Mr. Atomic? No. He's the blue guy. Have you ever seen The Watchmen? Uh Uh-uh. Damn it. You haven't seen these good movies. No, there's there's a dude where he's like... He's he's a radioactive man, and he's literally like an atom bomb, and he's blue, and he's super <laughs> fucking powerful. <laughs> and then the, at the end of the movie, he just blows up, and it's just like, what the fuck? That's dope. I need to watch that. It is. It's a really cool movie. There's like Rorschach, and yeah, just go watch. It's cool. The Watchmen is a good movie. Speaking of movies, we haven't done a movie screen in a really long time. I don't even know how I would do a Russian accent for that. I don't either. Probably wouldn't. Get no, me a shot to... of vodka. <laughs> I'm going to scrape the roof. Oh, okay, I'll see you in uh, the reactor. I mean, no disregard, like no, no disrespect here. Other than it's just like I can't do a Russian accent, but it's like, how, what would you fucking say if somebody was like, "Hey, you want to go to go war check for the two reactor. years? Yeah, or you want to go and shovel a roof for two minutes? Well, fuck it, I'll take the roof. Give me some vodka. Well, that's the thing is they would give them shots of vodka because they thought the vodka would keep the radiation away. Logic. Logic. Lo- I mean, it's an almighty substance. If it's Russian vodka, that shit is powerful. I bet it is. I've never had Russian vodka. I probably never will. But I, Yeah, I was going to say, I doubt I'll ever actually put my lips on like a straight-up shot I from think Moscow. it would light me on fire from the inside. I think that's what it does. <laughs> if, it's you any- just, <laughs> if you were to swallow a match after drinking Russian vodka, <laughs> you'd just blow up. I'm a dragon! <laughs> God, no, that, I mean, just everything about Chernobyl was just crazy. And, like, the aftermath of it is, like, everybody that goes there has a story to tell about how creepy and eerie and how people watch you from the the street corners and stuff. I'm about it. And that's what I'm saying. So if you want to fund our trip to Chernobyl and Ukraine, uh, you can buy some merch. You can go buy some merch. You can send some money straight up to uh, What Goes Bump and What Goes Bump Cash App. Yeah. And Venmo. Selfless plug. Yeah, selfless plug. But go buy want, some merch. We, we have some new Pripyat. designs coming out very, very soon. And yeah. I think you'll really like them. Riley's an artist. I he's try a, to be an artist. He's a Louis Vuitton of the mesh game. Yeah. Make sure you go check out our new website. It looks dope. Yeah, it's actually pretty dope. Of course, you can find all our episodes there. In the back catalog. You can find them on Spotify. You can find them on Apple Podcasts. You can find them on iHeartRadio. You can find them on Pandora. You can find them on Castbox. You can find them on Deezer, YouTube, which you should probably go, go give to us our a sub on. YouTube and give us some five star ratings or even some one star ratings we'll on Apple Podcasts. Investigation stuff. Yeah, and if you haven't already listened to last week's episode, the investigation of Mouse Cemetery. Oh yeah, because we did it. Yeah, I know. Okay, I was so screwed up. I was like, we did that a while ago. Oh, wait a minute. We're a week ahead of everything now. <laughs> yeah, boy. Because, yeah, buddy. 
but yeah, go check that out because we have two videos on it. One from my perspective, which is like a Blair Witch inspired dark Blair Witch dark. Project. And Riley was in the cemetery when times that I wasn't, and it flip flopped. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's two different perspectives of the same night. We're having a little contest to see who does better. Yeah, we're having. Yeah, <laughs> see whose editing skills are better. <laughs> so go give mine a thumbs up, and go give mine two thumbs up, and tell your friends. Yeah, <laughs> give us some comments. We're just trying to grow the channel, everyone. We want everyone we want to feedback, know about us. Damn it. We want feedback. We want to communicate with all of you more. Where can we go investigate other than Unica, Moth, and yes, Finley? Us, where do you want us to go? We'll go there. Or if you have a, a, a house that is haunted that you know of and people are like, dude, I have crazy shit happen every night. Can we come see your house? Yeah, we want to come to your house. Like, legit. Not creepy, but yeah. We just want to talk to your ghosts. I'll just knock on your door at 3 in the morning and be like, you got ghosts? Got the ghosts? Got ghosts? Go get that t-shirt. Got ghosts. It's like the milk slogan, but got ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Selfish plugs. Selfish plugs. But remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes bump, bump in the night. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. Thank you.